We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Uh, this is, we're back from our trip. You know, we've had yes. a lot of live episodes. The last few of them have been live from the parks. Uh, and now I really miss recorded being there. on location. We did, yes, and uh, and yeah, re-listening to some of those this week. If you haven't, check them out. My favorite, Doug on Everest. We released that. No. It still, for the record, doesn't have enough downloads to get me on Star Tours on our next trip. Just letting you guys know, it needs about three hundred more downloads to, to get I was Doug say on five. But... Okay, five hundred more downloads to get Doug uh on star tours so yeah go check out everest it might be my favorite show in almost five years of doing this doug but it was was great yes micing you up my favorite the hard part watching my language while on the mic oh that's yeah good call i I did it though there's a reason why uh michelle recorded us on millennium falcon smugglers run nobody's seen it no one has seen (laughs) some choice words came out not it was all of us. Yeah, that was not anyone times. in particular. It's there was just Kent, uh, Alex, you, me. It was everyone said something they weren't supposed to say in front of children. Group effort. It was group yeah. Uh, we were not great. I was not a great pilot. Mostly people no. complaining about me. You, you were not. Um, Michelle, not a great pilot either. When she did the left pilot, she just went left to right, like just swerved us back and forth. Oh, I thought I was gonna lose it, but I mean, well, you got better. I think you. You improved, and you know next time maybe we'll we'll do better. Fly right through. We'll be master pirates. What's frustrating though is Samantha and Alden flying together. No matter which side they are, they're master pirates every time. That's awesome. Like it's crazy. Best friends. I'm sure they never fight. Oh, they scream at each other the entire time. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of our trip, we as soon as we got back, actually while we were there, we had people asking us questions constantly on all the things. And uh, so we are going to, we put together a list of questions. Hopefully we got to everybody's um, from the trip. And so we're doing a listener question episode uh, today with all your stuff. But first, Doug, we have to give a shout out to our Patreons and we have a winner of a yes. giveaway we are doing. So uh huge shout out to Katie and Brad, our new Patreons and Brad upped his level of Patreon yes. so he can get some yes. better swag. So thank you, Brad. And uh, yeah, our Patreons, they're going to get first answers uh, to in the listener questions. And, and maybe uh, some of those uh, Millennium Falcon runs. Oh yeah. We will put one of those yeah. for sure on listener question or on Patreon as well. So if you want to be a patron, if you want to see uh, the choice words we use, you're going to have to get on was there. It, wasn't that bad. I don't think it was that bad. I don't know yeah. anymore. It was in the I don't moment. remember. All I know is there was some not good piloting that, going that's on. That's true. That was, yeah. It was a warm up run. Yeah. So, all they right. all were warm ups. <laughs> what about our winner, Doug? Of the shot glass. The 2020 shot glass, the most appropriate 2020 souvenir, right? When you think of 2020, you're going to need a shot shot. glass. 
So uh, for all of those that entered, whether with a new Apple Podcast review or Stitcher or uh, Amazon Music, we're on there now. Um, you can leave a review wherever. You send us the screenshot. You got entered. Even if you'd left an old review, you go back three, four years to your old review, find it, screenshot it, send it to us, got you entered. And um, we drew out of a hat. Actually, no, I did a randomizer, and I'm too lazy for a hat. But the winner is A-Train74. He will be winning the shot glass, and we'll get his information from him. But here is his review. We're going to read his or her his i know who it is. I, yes i met a train um but it is random party of one five stars so if you listen to our trip report episode this uh title makes a lot more sense so always an informative and entertaining listen this show balances news topics interviews games trip reports and planning strategies their recent trip report about disney in the age of covid has been immeasurably helpful as i plan my trip next week even though i'll be a random party of one their passion for disney is evident and the mcknights are truly wonderful people in parentheses haven't had the pleasure of meeting Derek in person yet give them a listen and thanks for keeping disney magic in my daily life awesome well thank you that was a great review and i want to know whatever your first shot is could be water could be tequila but whatever it is let us know on social media and uh that'd be awesome Use the shot glass well. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you through the rest of 2020. But yeah, we referenced the random party of one a few times in our trip report. Yes. When we're talking about ride capacity. Oh my gosh. It, it kills it. But if you're a party of one, you're a party of one. Yep. It is what it is. So, you are going and, uh, to get us a lot of rides all by yourself. Falcon, uh, yeah. yeah. That, You're going to be flying. Uh, you I, mean, I don't even know. I do you go on left and now. right now? I'm curious. That's, oh, man. It's, now I want to be a party, party of one. Party of one. Okay. Yeah. We'll ruin it for everybody else, Doug, next time. We'll just say one and one when we get up to the front of the line. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on to some questions. The first one we got while we were down there, and we never answered on either show that we did. Meant to. Meant to. And uh, we actually got it from a bunch of people, so we'll just throw it out there, is how was Regal Eagle Barbecue? Because I talked on the previous show, I don't know, a few weeks ago, how out of all the dining I wanted to get there, if you've listened to the show before, you know I'm a huge barbecue guy. I love barbecue. And Doug, to my surprise, it was pretty good. Yeah, Derek's sitting there doing the poll test yep. and all these other things. Got to do it, the like poll test on a brisket. Professional barbecue judge i've done like, that before he was, he was getting in there and i was just busy going mm, good yeah it was my meal was really good as good as maybe better than i remember from before um the shutdown in march i honestly expected some pretty bad barbecue theme park barbecue and it exceeded my expectations not the best barbecue i've ever had oh no. but it it's still better than what i thought and i would do it again absolutely the biggest drawback right now is you can't just go and get lots of different sauces yep. like you can't just stick your head it. under the sauce machine and, and drink it, it. And just uh, yeah. freaking covid ruining that for everybody right so hopefully the the sauce situation will come back but i would say don't be afraid to ask for all the sauces when you order there i agree all right yes, it's good i liked it it's very good really good um, well, we what? had a lot of good food. We, oh, I, I was so full after that, though. That was the problem. Food, It's food yeah. and wine, and I couldn't 
food and wine, food drink and as wine, much. barbecue, food and wine, food and wine, and then spice Derek almost table. died. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, there's a reason why I was walking so far behind you guys at one time, maybe. <laughs> anyway, moving on to listener questions. Uh, we are going to our patrons first because... They support the show, and so they get their questions answered first. Got to be a patron. So, first, Scott Lucas says, what did you miss the most? Fireworks, fast passes, dining, or something else? I don't know. I think what I missed the most was normal park hours. Oh, yes. I think that was it. Um, Even though I wasn't tired on my way home, which was weird, right? It was the most relaxing Disney trip ever been on in my life. I think it was park closing when it was dark is what I missed. It was still daylight when we left every park there. Yeah, it was. That was weird. Even Epcot, we left late. Yeah, we. I mean, our dining reservation started as the park closed and still daylight. I, mean, I guess Hollywood Studios, the sun was setting, but, but it, was it was also raining. Rain, yeah. So we didn't get to really enjoy the ambiance of the park all lit up. But, uh Yeah. I think park hours. How about you? Park hopper. The fact that we were done with Animal Kingdom two hours into the day, we could have went anywhere. Just anything could have done. Yeah, Yeah. and if we had full park hours, we could hop around. And so I really miss hopping. Though I will say fireworks um, for when we go in November is going to be a hard one for the family. I I can see that. I like your park hopping, though, with Animal Kingdom. I mean, we literally were like, what do we do now? I mean, we could have ridden Flight of Passage like seven times, I guess. Maybe. Which isn't a yeah. horrible thing. No. I think if you're a, a first-timer, you do that, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't even go watch Festival of Lion King or find Nemo. To, like, that's the thing. When, normally when we leave Animal Kingdom by noon, it's like, well, you didn't do Animal Kingdom. You didn't go to any of the shows. Well, the only show is the bird show, which doesn't have the up characters right now, which might be better that way but it was raining so they didn't have it i don't think later in the day yeah oh well yeah we missed it so missed great question all right we got some more patrick asks what things if any are better than they were pre-covid are there any changes changes you would like to see stick around i got we might both say the same thing so i'm going to say my um more ironic one i would love to see the social distancing stick around so people don't touch me i know that's not practical Nope, not practical at all. Because you had to fill all available space. Think how long, with full capacity, how long the line to an attraction would be. It'd be like back to Bay Lake Tower from Space Mountain, right? But uh, I don't like touching people. It's great. It was great. I love to social distance. Derek? Uh, I I miss, actually going back to my uh, Scott's question, I miss awkward character pictures with Doug. uh, Nobody misses that. Everyone misses that. Um, One of the things that... uh, I, I did like, of course, was capacity. I mean, it was not full. And and I would like to keep numbers here. I mean, Disney's not, no way. But I would love it if the park was, you know, 25% full every time I went. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, those are both two unrealistic things. Yep. Later, we'll say more realistic things as, well, with another question. All right. Jenny asks... How safe do you think it is to take small children? I know Derek has a trip booked in November with his family, but I have a two and a half year old who won't stop sucking her finger and has been eh about wearing a mask. That's a great question. Oh, yes. I think we we didn't really talk much about kids and masks. For the most part, we saw the kids did phenomenal 
like two-year-olds on up. But then again, that's probably parents that know their kids can wear it. If your kid can't do it, it might be a deal breaker. Now, if they're right at two, yep. I don't think Disney's going to be like, oh, they're two years in one month, get the mask on them. I, you know, they gave, uh, I was watching the kids in strollers like a hawk and the kids in strollers were getting kind of a pass. I didn't see any only pass that was given, right? Yes. Now, as soon as they got into an attraction, yeah, adults, no, if I mean, well, an adult's not in a stroller, but if the kid was in a stroller, you know, maybe they have a bottle or they have snacks. I mean, cast members were being really uh, nice because I watched it like a hawk because this whole trip was me debating if we were going to do our trip in November. And I have a two and a half year old and uh, he's been practicing quite a bit, but I feel confident. And, you know, it's not like Disney, get your mask on. They just say, hey, princess, can you pull your mask up a little bit? And sometimes when somebody other than mom and dad is saying it, it might help. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, keep practicing at home. They'll get better. Now the finger sucking. That's a whole nother germ thing out there. The good news is there's it's hand sanitizer be the every six feet. Yeah. It, the cleanest it's ever been. Yep. And I don't know how um, drunk off hand sanitizer they might get, though. Like. <laughs> they're putting their either that's Roll gonna play. stop yep. it or yeah so yeah that might that out, might end uh the finger sucking maybe start putting hand sanitizer every time you catch them with their hand in their mouth well hand sanitizer and then uh that might be what breaks it i who knows let us that. know I'm, might, I'm very curious on that one if but that yeah, works having, out i'll use that at work because i this is advice i have to give at work all the time about thumb advice. sucking and yeah, but right now I feel very safe taking my children and and I didn't know I would feel this way, but after our trip, like I feel very good about uh everything. And so, yeah, Disney's clean, social distance. I'm I feel great about it. So, I think you'll have a wonderful time and I want to hear all about it after you get back. So, Elizabeth asks, favorite and least favorite park under cover current restrictions. And then what aspects of COVID era Disney would you toss, keep, and tweak as Disney transitions back to the pre-cover experience? What? My, my typing's bad. Your typing's terrible. everybody. Typos from Doug wow. in the outline. All right. So favorite park in the COVID era. That's an interesting question. You want me to go first on this? You go first. You have one? You oh, have yeah. Uh, oh, okay. On the, wait, oh. on the current COVID, right? Where we're at. Current, like on our last trip. The Magic Kingdom. Best? I felt like, especially with the trickle-in, we were able to get so much done there, and, and especially the first two hours, and then I love the cavalcades a lot, mm-hmm. and except for maybe the gift shop, I thought it was wonderful. It was just seemed empty in some places. The, the gift shop just needs more exits. Oh, that's like, true. Why can't I exit in more places? There's just closed doors. It's yeah. like the fire. They don't want people running in. into each other. Right. I, I get the one entrance good. The no exits is weird. I 100% agree, agree. The Magic Kingdom, under the current guidelines, everything is phenomenal. Um, because there's so many attractions, the wait times stay fairly moderate. You're going to have to wait a half hour for stuff. But there's not going to be the like, well, we don't have a fast pass. Do we wait the hour and a half for this type of moment? Mm-hmm. You know, Hollywood Studios in the current, like the whole morning, everything's like 80 minutes. Yep. Lines like, everywhere. You're going to stand in line. There's lines morning. so long, they go to other lines. 
Right? And that's just what you're going to have to do. Yep. Now, we did notice after that 2 o'clock window, when people are waiting for that second boarding group, as soon as they didn't get it, they were out. Yeah. And the lines just dropped off. And I think posted weights are very exaggerated right now to try to keep people out of line. Mm-hmm. But So Hollywood Studios is probably the worst under the current guidelines. But you know what? It was the worst before. That's true. Because of Galaxy's Edge and boarding groups and so Animal Kingdom just needs a show to open. They really need one of the two shows back, and then it will be in business again. That would eat some people for sure. Yeah, it needs it needs that. Hollywood Studios also needs Indiana Jones mm-hmm. badly just for people to have something to go and do. Well, to a follow-up question, toss, keep, and tweak, would you keep the uh, orchestra show that's going on at Hollywood Studios right now? I don't know how long. I thought it was great. But I if loved I'm it. So we're we're tossing something for COVID, keeping something and tweaking. I'll keep the cavalcades. Yes. I'm keeping the cavalcades. Darn it. I, I wanted I to keep that parade. one. You can too. Okay. It's okay. We can both. It's that good. It is. Because earlier when we were talking about something we want to see stick around, I kind of picked something I knew couldn't with that. But if I'm going to keep something that can legitimately stick around, cavalcades. The parades are dead. Cavalcades I agree. Now on, right? Especially how fast they were coming around. Someone yeah. gets annoying. Up, oh, I heard the music. Oh, Let's go. It's coming again. I better cross the street. Yep. Um, and it's also nice. It doesn't shut down the street essentially for a half hour mm-hmm. either. I'll say um, one. I'll keep. What? The, so many cast members out cleaning. Oh, it just okay. was like wow, and it, was... it gave you a sense that they are going above and beyond. Like I have pictures that I sent Michelle every time I saw a cast member cleaning. I've never remember seeing them out spraying and wiping and cleaning so much down. It was like the cruise line. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, toss. What are we going to toss? Um, I know what I was going to tweak. I'm going to, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to toss the park hours. Okay, that's a good one. I'll toss that with you. Absolutely. I think those are getting tossed slowly, but surely. Uh, I would tweak the hand sanitizer stations. (laughs) I, I, I don't, I need more than a droplet, but less than a bucket. Some of them were yeah, just actually no... what I would do is I'd wait for you to go through and I'd pick up your like leftover at the end. There were so many times I got in on the back end of yours. Your hand's already gone. It's still going. Yep. Cause and then one you look down, you see so like the much. massive puddle of hand sanitizer Pile. that oh, I accidentally it's... touched and I felt really gross. <laughs> it's probably the cleanest thing you could have touched. Probably, but I just grossest. felt so, I was like, ew, my hand was too low. Felt like <laughs> someone was going to come up and grab me. There was times we got too much that we were high fiving afterwards. Yep. To, yep. I don't recommend that to strangers, sure. but yeah, no, you know, if they're in your party, it'd be great. Right now, but within your travel group. Okay. Yeah. The tweaking the hand sanitizer and keeping the hand sanitizer. So if we're tweaking something, we're saying we're keeping it in the transition back to pre-COVID experience. So we're gonna keep the cavalcades, tweak the hand sanitizer, and definitely get rid of the park hour nonsense sounds all good right. all right amara asks do you think disney dining plan could return with the amount of dining options that exist right now what other barriers are there that we might be missing as to why they haven't reintroduced it and i can tell you when we went into Akershes, that was they're a cool down station Akershes, and it's empty and that is so much money that disney is losing not having a Princess meal right there. Even that... at 50%. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, as the hotels start to open up more and more as we get towards Christmas, 
there's also some restaurants that are opening more and more. So I'm really hoping by January 1st, some sort of dining plan can come back, even in the restricted area. I think they feel like they can't offer it without doing regular character dining. Well, I also think with some of the restaurants, the e-ticket restaurants and things like Ohana not even being open, it's hard to offer people the plan if they're not offering them everything that comes with it. Well, let's be honest. Ohana is going to be closed for like the next seven and a half years, it feels like. Uh, yeah. I I don't know what to recommend as the top. I, I, I'm California lost. Grill. Still now my number uh, one. My North Star is gone, Derek. My okay. North Star is gone. I'm lost. Uh, it's going to come back and the rock is going to be serving skewers of meat or something. I just we, worry when it opens back up, we should be in the first like month. You and should. I let's do it. I feel obligated. Who wants to go with us? Let us know on social media. Yeah. So um, I think it could come back, but I, I do think they need to open up more restaurants to mm-hmm. be able to do it. Like you need Cape May. You yep. need those type at the resorts, especially if the park hours are short. You want to eat outside of the park afterwards. Exactly. And that was a struggle to find food that we wanted. Yeah. So, yeah, the dining needs to match capacity, I think. And I don't know if it does right now. Next one. Angel asks, are the crowds going to get busier in the next three months? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There we go. I think that's a quick one. It's going to get busier. Yeah. Are they but doing? Oh. They are extending park hours to help with that. Yes, they're uh, they're announcing it very close to your trip, but I it doesn't that. really affect any planning because it's not like oh I have fast passes at the wrong time now. So no. at least that's not going to happen. Are they doing any shows with dining packages, or are all shows canceled due to COVID? This is a great one. Um, so we just heard like today that the luau is just gone, may never come back. Yeah. I so, saw that. Yeah. Um, so hoop de doo hopefully will be back, but I don't know when, I mean, we're talking 2021 at some point for hoop de doo. I would imagine, I don't know. I'm sure there's news as to what it's doing and I just don't know it, but there's, there's nothing right now for the dinner packages. Mm-hmm. Um, however, at, at, uh, in Epcot at Germany, the, um, Oktoberfest, what's that restaurant? Um, they're still doing their show and it's not a buffet. It's, um, they bring it family to you. style. So there is a show there. That would be one I'd highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Didn't we Dinner have dining for that in June? We did. We had oh, a reservation in June for like eight people. We weren't sure what eight were going to show up. But yeah, might as well. Could have been one of you listening. Who knows? All right. Jolie asks, would you recommend going to Disney since the uh, changes for a, quote, first trip? I know my husband and I would definitely go during this time since we have been before. But after your most recent trip, do you think no fireworks, no rope drop or park hopping would be a downer for a first timer? That's a great question. One thing I would say is first-timers don't know what they're missing, right, unless you tell them. Um, You can still have a pretty darn good time, and it is still definitely Disney. If the mask isn't a barrier, because there are some people that just don't want to wear them. I get it. I have no problem with it. So it wasn't a barrier. If that's not a barrier for you and your family, I still think it's a good time to go. 
I think it's a really interesting time to go because you're never going to have this experience again. So even if it is your, quote, first time, you get to go next year, the year after, and experience what it's like, you know, not during the... Or the five mass- years later. Yeah. You know, like... I think this is one of those times if you should go because it's just really unique and there are low crowds and we'll never see it with all the barriers and masks and well, who knows what keeps and stays, but uh, it's definitely a unique time to go. And I think you can still have a lot of fun for a first trip. Yeah. So I want to write it off like mm-hmm. as a no go sort of thing um, because it definitely is still worth it. You, you do if fireworks, like if you plan on fireworks every night and that was something you're looking forward to, yeah, it's maybe yeah, it's not exactly. for you. If Meeting characters, that could be I could see that one. Yeah. But be honest, I love not meeting characters. That's true. Also, Joel, I have to um thank for the kind comments about the taste of forks harassment through Instagram. Everyone Just, who harasses Doug brings a smile like, on my face. No. You know, I was she is now lower on my list of favorite um, listeners that I have met in the park. Oh, wow. That's why yeah. she was the last one on the list of uh, Patreon listeners. That's right. No, I'm joking. But yes, I have been made fun of in person even about eating a fork. So thank you guys. I really, really Only you, it. Doug. Only you. So, all, all right. right. Do now you want to Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams? Um, I got some Instagrams that I was too lazy to type, Okay. which my typing wasn't very good. You know, I'm blaming – I had like a little allergy attack from seasonal al- – I don't know what attack. I was sneezing a lot earlier tonight, and I almost died, Derek. I'm glad you didn't. Almost died. But if so you this don't one, die by eating a fork, you're you're indestructible now, Doug. I feel like I'm in the clear on that. Yep. I feel like it's probably gone through. Details. All right, let's get back to the questions. Right. So this is from Lucy Ortiz 89. There's three questions here. Hi, love that you are going to answer some questions. I have a few. One, when passing through Caribbean Beach from Pop Century on the Skyliner, do you have to get in line behind all the people that are in line at Caribbean Beach? There is no separate line. How long were you in line for the Skyliner? Do you want to tackle that first one? Well, yes. Yes, yeah, you do. Yeah. It sucks. It's it sucks a lot. Biggest drawback. Um, and there's not a separate line. And how long? The line moved. It did move. What were we in line at Caribbean Beach? 20, 25 minutes? 30, it was just under 30, like 28. Michelle timed it. Yeah. So it wasn't horrible. But we were also going to Epcot, not trying to get to Hollywood Studios. So that, that, uh, is a little different. Yep. So, if you want right. to get to Hollywood Studios from Pop, you got to rope drop the uh, Skyliner. Done. Mm, yep. Yeah, you got there. You're there a couple hours early. Yep. All right. Or art of animation. Yep. All right. How Number two, how bad are crowds at Hollywood Studios? Even right at park opening, the app shows wait times of over 30 minutes at most rides. Yeah, so wait times right at park at opening. They actually, we were getting... On rides about a half hour before park opening, right? We were yep. on and off of Toy Story Mania before park opening, before we got our boarding group. And a lot of people are getting in and sitting on the app because they don't want to miss the boarding group. So you might be able to get in a couple of attractions right. and then before 10 o'clock. We, we could have probably gotten in Alien Swirly Saucer for sure oh, if yeah. we wanted to because it, you come out of Toy Story, it's right across there. But we were more concerned about our boarding pass. Yep. But I... The day we were there, the lines went from 30 minutes to 80 minutes in that first hour. 
And then they stayed about the 60 to 80 minutes for most of the time for Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, Slinky was a little bit shorter, though. And then, yeah, um, later in the afternoon, it just dies completely. It's weird. Just, there was like 20 to 30 minute waits the last few hours of park operation. So yep. be patient with Hollywood Studios, but you kind of got to be there all day because of the whole boarding group thing. Um, so, yeah. Okay, third one. Um, we have kind of already covered, but we'll see if you have any more insight here, Derek. Did you see young two to three year olds struggling to keep a mask on? I worry about taking my two year old. Uh, a couple, but one thing I did notice was uh, the clip that they're using to clip in the mask behind the two straps behind their ears. Yeah. And now it. I'm investing into some of those for our trip. And uh, I remember, uh, Doug's like, what are you doing? Because I was following like a two-year-old and I was like, I'm trying yeah. to look at the bat. And it's like, yeah, don't follow other people's kids. That's weird. Um, but like, I just thought it was really fascinating. So I'm going to get some of those. And they had Disney ones. That's what allured me. It was like a Disney castle on the back of their head that mm-hmm. kept the mask on. And I think that that was great. And so, yeah, yeah I got to buy that. Things where it's not dependent on their ears. Mm-hmm. You got to find a mask. This is for all ages. You need to find a mask that's comfortable before yep. you go. If it's too tight and bend in your ears, it's not I ended up fun. washing masks while I was there because uh, a couple of the ones that I brought, I didn't like. And so I was like, no, I want to wear – like I have the one I work out in. And I wore that mask on two different days because it just it's mm-hmm. what is right for my face and ears. Yep. And it's not hard to hand wash a mask in a sink, nope. really. So, all right. Moving on. Cheryl underscore BD. We are headed to WDW in a couple weeks. We will have a rental car. I'm wondering what time we should plan on arriving at the parks to get parked through security and at the gates so we can rope drop. Thanks. Good well, news. Next week. That's the whole topic. Is it really? Rope drop. We're oh. just doing rope drop. Oh, next. yeah, we are. That is. That is true. Rope drop in the COVID area of 2020. That is true. Um, but yeah, get there. Um, not too early. They make well, you so cycle. You to, yeah, you have to drive through and um, meet the most hated cast member on the planet. You no, know, he he was not having a good day. I'm sure Animal if Kingdom. he's still I, there, I'm shocked. <laughs> he might be there because like a job is a job at this. That's point, true. Good point. He's probably there, but maybe they rotate who has to do that horrible job every day. Yep. Like oh, it's your day this two week cycle. Trying to get people to actually go through, knowing that's getting them in the back of the line, and people are in motor vehicles. It's hard to be out yep. there with a flashlight telling them where to go when they don't want to. It was like for us, fool me once, you know, shame on, shame yeah, on. Yeah, we and did it. We, we had to cycle through once, and, and then, then we're like, we're oh, like, nope, nope, not doing this again. But it was about what fifty minutes. Yep. So maybe you show up an hour to fifty minutes, and you'll be somewhere in a good spot. And if you want to hear a, a trick, you're going to have to become a Patreon. We did reveal one strategy on that show. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Jenny Jump Up. We have always had snacks in line, and our children were constantly scarfing down popcorn. Since you're supposed to be seated or at least stationary when eating and drinking, how did this affect your Disney snacking? I would say we didn't notice snacking in lines. Uh, I thought it was weird. I read that question and I thought to myself, I didn't snack that much. I never had a Mickey pretzel. I mean, the park hours weren't open enough to need that mid-afternoon snack. You didn't even have a Dole Whip in the parks, Doug. I had one. Oh, in the parks, right. Yeah. I mean, 
I also think if you sit there snacking on popcorn the whole time you're going through line, like you are going to get looks from everybody around you. Just put the popcorn in the mask. That's what Claire's done. She just will put her M&Ms in the mask and then she like moves your head around and then she gets small. It's, It's like, Claire, we're sitting at home at our dining table. You don't need to do that. She's like, I'm practicing. So, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it affected. Well, and something I noticed is there's a lot less snack cars open. Like, I couldn't even get an egg yeah. roll. Yeah. Well, if you're bringing your own snacks from home, I'd say you need to eat it quickly. Yeah. Um, and not, like, linger. Also, a lot of people would take a bite, put the mask right back on while they're chewing it. Mm-hmm. Then you're not going to get the death stares from, from other folks. Um, so that I would did be see one cast member snack. tell them that like, you, uh, you when take we were in bite, Pandora. You put it back on, yep. right? Yeah, so that's how you snack in line. That would be the the good way. So you can still snack. You just need to modify yeah. a little bit. All right, all right. On to Twitter. We got a couple left, Derek. All right. All right. From um, BRC, what did you miss the most from the old normal that was closed or canceled in the new normal? Kind of gone through a bunch of them. Well, find something different for this one. Uh, Ohana. Oh, wait, we've Ohana. already said that. Yeah, I think I actually just dining in general uh, when we were trying to find an ADR. For... Chicken pot pies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the menu changes. Yeah. Like what did chicken pot pie deserve well, to be the menu I think they're item just trying shop. to uh, save some money, not buying a few ingredients. Yeah. and One less thing out of the freezer to heat up. Pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, 50s prime time might be that level, right? I don't know. It's still good. It's... It's still good. I still enjoyed my fried chicken in old fifties prime time. So my okay. I, that plate of fried chicken at fifties prime time is massive, right? Yep. I like ate a good half of it, and I had a lot of scraps here and there. And Kent got the same thing, and it was just literally bones left on his plate. Yeah, that's Kent like, for you. Yeah, he's, I'm surprised the bones were even still there. <laughs> Got to suck the marrow out, Derek. Yep. Um, did I say anything? I haven't answered that question yet. Definitely not the character beats. Didn't miss those at all. I think just the ability to go inside and watch a show in the air conditioning, not having missing the Lion King show and some other ones that I love. Those are good breaks from being on your feet out in the heat. I think those will be back within the COVID restrictions. It's just the working out the kinks with the actors. And I think when capacity gets a hair higher, then it justifies them more. You got to eat up that the, uh, those people. Right. And the dollar signs, you got to give them something to do. So that would be, I think, I miss the shows. Even though I don't always go to shows, I mm-hmm. miss them because the I Indiana couldn't Indiana Jones go. Theater's outside and huge. You could, you could yes. have that one. Easy. Yep. All right. What's next? Assuming there were not so many first visitors, did you notice smarter behaviors or the same mistakes? This is from our friend Ricardo. Yeah, thank you, Ricardo. Wait, he's a patron. That should have been earlier in the show. Oh, true point, true point. Well, he just put it on regular old Twitter, Derek. Oh, that happens. Um, You know what? I... I I think there were some more smarter Disney people. Oh, yeah. The average Disney IQ is much higher. Yep. A lot less strollers. There were very few strollers. That was weird. I mean, it was the week after Labor Day, right? It's traditionally one of the lowest crowd weeks 
of the year. Everybody went back to school on the East Coast. So you have less families that week anyway. But there was definitely less families than normal. I think when fall break, Columbus Day rolls around, that is going to change. I think the families show back up Columbus Day, and Mm -hmm. that will be interesting. But I think overall it's a little bit smarter Disney crowd, hence why the park emptied it too. Hollywood Studios. Everybody knew what they were waiting for. Yeah. If they didn't get a boarding group, they didn't get it. So, oh, that was a that's a good question. Yeah. Smarter because you're missing a lot of the first timers, more locals. Although just because you're local and you go regularly doesn't mean you do it smartly. I mean, we only saw one drunk person at Epcot. That's true. So that was weird. You don't have all the college program kids to sell alcohol to. Who's buying the alcohol in Epcot? Yeah, there was uh, the weirdest thing is there's no line for uh, La Cava. It's concerning. Almost. That was uh, maybe there are no smart people because there's no line for La Cava. You'd think all the smart Disney people would be there, right? Maybe it's because of the stupid line outside the Mexico Pavilion. That's the limiting is. capacity in the pavilion overall. And you get in there and there's like, where is everybody? That was and that line moved quickly. It was what ten mm, minutes maybe, if that. Yeah. Um, Don't be scared of that line to get into the Mexico Pavilion. I I would say don't be scared of any line because uh, they just, they move quickly. Well, you might need to be scared of the Everest line. Because (sighs) if you're on it. It's Everest. It's not a good ride. It was a great ride. Please download that episode for me. All right, Doug, let's move on to Facebook. We have three more questions. Uh, Kenda says, how was it wearing masks on the rides? I really didn't have much problem. I only had one problem. Fogging? Well, that and uh, rock and roller coaster. Oh, I didn't go on rock and roller. I know you didn't. So, yeah, it actually blew down. fly off? It it flew down to my chin and, like, threw me off guard. So, I grabbed it as fast as I could. Didn't want to lose that one in the park. Well, if it managed to stay on during Tower of Terror with the awful drop sequence that was thrown at us, I think it's it should be pretty good, right? That's I mean, just going up and down. Rockin's oh, coming awful. like wind going at you. Stayed on going backwards on Everest. That's but true. then again, I've been told I have hearty ears. You no do. No one said that. No nope. one said I'm going to start saying that. Uh, no, I, I really didn't have a problem. Um, a couple times it fogged up. A couple times, you know, I messed with it on the ride. But uh, the one of the nice things about the rides is you forget about it. Like, I forgot yeah. all about it on Tower of Terror. Absolutely. You really do forget about it. Mm-hmm. Next one from Dylan. What are your thoughts about all dining opening back up? With Florida's newest announcement for restrictions, do you think the rest of the dining will open back with more capacity, even if not full capacity? This is a great That's question, a Doug, one. that I'm going to put on you first to answer. All right. So, yes, Florida governor has said everything's open, right? But the Florida governor didn't really have things closed either. Let's be honest. So a lot of people are like, oh, now Disney can get rid of their mask requirement. No, Florida's governor was not making them do the mask requirement. That's Disney doing that. And Orange County also has a mask mandate in place. But uh, the Florida governor made it easier for people not to follow the rules, basically. However, in private businesses, he was very clear about, you know, Walmart, Publix, Disney. He said a few different businesses can all still do what they want to do. So basically, take any announcement from the governor with a grain of salt of 
it's still going to be up to private businesses to take mm-hmm. care of public health, which is insane, but it's true. So I don't expect anything to change at Disney. Now, I think we're going to see more restaurants open. There are some scheduled to open, like um, Cinderella's Royal Table opened after we were there. So that has opened since. And we're going to see a couple of restaurants here and there. It didn't tap on Tepanito open as well. Up, yep. Yeah, so they're slowly getting there. Um, as capacity increases, I think things are going to open to match. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think but, Epcot, yeah. since they're moving to a later hour, I think you're going to see more at Epcot more. open up. Yep. But Definitely. I don't think it's – I think Disney also is trying to be smart with everything too They're, because they – what they cannot afford is another shutdown. No, and they can't afford an outbreak tied to their park. Yes, exactly. And if they have an outbreak tied to their park, they can't afford to have it be like you did something wrong. It has to be almost like an outbreak of one family that did everything they weren't supposed to and was almost, you know, kicked out and then they report it. Like it, they're going to they're going to go to the letter of the law that to where there's not even any um there everybody has to wear masks. There's no getting a pass on that at Disney um but with CDC and ADA rules. So everybody has to. Yep. Zero tolerance and it's very clear I don't see that changing for months despite what the governor may say. Now, on the other coast, if we want to talk a little news, California, Disney's trying to leverage the governor out there to letting them open. I think they've shown they can do it very safely in Florida and in Paris. I don't know how much you count the Asian parks into the safety of things. Japan's done great, too. Um, They're getting some character meets back. Where you go and, and you wave at your favorite character after you make a park reservation thing. Um, so I think they're trying to get the California governor to budge a little, but who knows what will happen out there. But our next question, our last question actually is a great follow-up to this from Trisha. We have a tentative trip in December and are wondering how safe you felt about indoor dining. We have only done outdoor dining so far. And and that's how I was, Doug. Yeah. I have not gone indoors where we live since March. Um, so, yeah, and, and so Disney was the first time I'd gone indoors to dine in a weird long time. This weird thing, our last, before our trip, the last time Michelle and I went into a restaurant to eat was at Ohana before the shutdown, like yep. the, you know, the Saturday before it shut down. So we didn't do indoor dining until we went to Kona that first night, Derek, and, uh, it was bizarre. It just felt weird. We were very spaced out from the tables around us. Everywhere we ate, we felt very spaced very, out. Very, like, I, I'll be honest. I've been a little overly anal about some things during COVID. Um, and dining's definitely one of them, and with good reason. And I felt safe. Uh, we ate at Kona. We ate at Spice Road Table. And we ate at 50s, 50s Primetime. So oh, we, we picked, ate at uh, Docking Bay. Because that's Docking inside Bay as well. Seven. We ate at Cosmic Rays and Soli Canteen. Cosmic and Rays was the only one I felt like we were a Cosmic little... Rays was not spread out as much as I would have liked. However, we were only sitting down for maybe 15 to 20 minutes. So exposure time does come into the mix as well. We did not sit there long. Like, I don't know. I was the slowest eater. But Always. That's just the way it is. Um, 
they're all spaced out. I felt yep. really good. We also picked like Spice Road Table. It's outside. Yep. Right. Um, Kona has a high open air ceiling. Um, 50s prime time. Probably not the most airy, but it's like got lots of separated little rooms, yep. which doesn't mean you're exposed to everybody walking around. So there was some methods to our madness. Cosmic Rays was literally it's what opened without Columbia Harbor House. It was either that or Picos Bills, and we were closest to Cosmic Rays, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it came down to. And I think Alex wanted to try their weird burger because they always have a weird, always have a weird burger. burger. And I've decided I am done. Never doing those. that. I've done it. I've done it with I've you. Done it too many times. Yep. And I am fails done. every time. Sorry, for me as listeners. Well. I'm not taste testing the nonsense, um, especially when we have a flight to catch that same day. Um, but no, I felt very safe. I felt yeah. safer than I thought I would. Yes, I was. It, other than the first couple times, it was just mentally weird to be back. Oh no! By the time we got to fifties. I sat, mask came down, I'm ready to eat and drink, whatever we got in front of us. We also did Ogas. And Ogas, we were like just, the only ones in there. It was great. It, like, How we weird. Okay, listeners who have been to Ogas, it was bizarre. Just beyond bizarre being in there with no one else. They one guy at the bar. They down the music. Yeah. Like, I, it was great having our whole table. Whole table. And they're only doing tables. So no one's up, you know, sitting at those uh, standing only where I always go. It, it was I bizarre. think there was a party of one at one. Well, the party of one at the bar. No, they weren't at the bar because when we were there, you legally couldn't be at the bar. Oh, never mind. They were at the table, but table they kept bar. turning around talking to the bartender, which I'm sure was against every rule. But, uh, yeah, Oga's was weird. It was fun, though. We had oh, a yeah. great time. I loved it. That was my now favorite Oga's experience. I, and I now have a go-to drink. Yeah, I've gone enough that I have a drink that I like. I've tried lots of them, but the Best Bin Fizz is... That's your drink. It's my drink. I've tried and something it's not different from every time. Side. It's not from the kid's side. Yay, Derek. Doug! I'm a grown-up. So um, proud. Yeah, look, look at us being raging alcoholics oh. again. Well, the review's coming back there. I, I guess, yeah. Doug drinks one beer a year at or drink a year at his Disney trip. So, um, but yeah, the weird thing is my birthday is in a few days and we're going to go to an indoor dining and that's going to be the first time my kids have done indoor dining since March. And two weeks later, Derek will be on quarantine. I hope not. <laughs> I joke. We're, I gonna, hope I, we're getting, yeah, knock on something. Um, but getting in early reservations at my favorite restaurant. W- where are you going? Shogun, Japanese steakhouse, like Tepanito nice. here in yeah. Where we're at. So I, I, I want shrimp thrown into my mouth. It's going to be my few minutes of, you know, hopefully normalcy as I turn 36. As you take your mask off to catch your shrimp? Ooh, would it, I, no, I told, uh, my daughter was asking me that. And I said, no, you just take the mask out and it lands in the mask. She's like, oh, I love that idea. <laughs> that's what it's there for, Derek. Yep. That's what it's there for. So there, that's it. That's all the questions we got from all the platforms. I hope uh, if we missed them, we're sorry. Send us a Yell message. Us. We'll answer them on uh, Messenger, which means you have to like us on Facebook and Instagram on Twitter. So hey, get on your phone. We have 800 Facebook. Which is, we need more. Which drives me nuts because we have so many more listeners than we do Facebook likes, and it bugs Derek for some reason. It does bug Derek. He loses sleep over it, folks. I do actual sleep so yeah go like us on facebook and instas and twitter well that's how people judge how successful you are these days 
It's like I can yeah, show them the download the numbers. I know yeah. they can't see that, but yeah. So unless it's just like four people downloading this, you know, thousand times well, every week. Alden has all the computers at school programmed to download it every day. So there we that's go. perfect. Eh, that's not that. No, he's not pulling that off. Ah, but well, tell him anyway. <laughs> that is it. That is our listener questions. We had a really great trip. If you haven't listened to our trip report, be sure to do that. And we did a couple episodes live, including Doug on Everest. So check those out. But we do have to thank our sponsor, Doug. Yes, we'd like to thank Joe from BackToTheMouse.com. Go check out his blog. He's he's currently posting blogs from his January trip, I believe. I think it was like the first Disney sailing where he had to check a little box that says, I have not been to Wuhan, China. Boy, was that a different time. Seems like ages ago. And as yeah. soon as they announced Disney Cruise Line back on, we were going to have Joe on the show and some other people to talk that's what right. it's going to be like. Because that's some other questions we have gotten from you guys. What do you think about There's cruising? And you know no what? We no point answer. even talking about it at all. So, yeah, we did skip a couple cruise questions. But, yeah, it's uh, when we know, we'll let you know. Yeah. And then it'll I change a week later. Oh, my gosh. I was supposed to be on one in November, Doug. And now it's, it's next November. So yeah, uh, so my birthday cruise is now in January, so we'll see. See if that if even that happens. Jeez. If it's on Carnival, you might uh, they might sell your ship. Right out from under me while I'm on it. While you're like, on it, they it might. It with people. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. All right, we got to thank our other sponsor, Michelle McKnight. She is the rope drop queen. She was on the trip with us, and she can help you book for this year because, honestly, in the end, I think it's still a great time to go. Because it's an experience to go. Go now with masks and, and plexiglass and see what Disney is like because it will never be like this again. Hopefully. Hopefully. Knock on more things. Yeah. So, yeah, her emails in the show notes get a quote for this year or next year. Uh, she would be happy to help you through that. And, uh, yeah, she's got me all ready for November. So we're excited for that trip. Can't wait. That will be a fun trip report, Doug. As long I'm as that excited trip happens. for you. Yes. Yes, so, because also there'll be a special guest with your trip report, hopefully. Ooh, yes, there will be. Yes. Stay tuned. If you're listening in the past, check that out. Anyway, <laughs> we'll stop rambling because we got to get to our Patreon show to talk to our patrons. But for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio. Go download Everest so we can do Star Tours next time. Thank you.